You can't beat Cape Cod in the summer. Especially if you're like me and you love clam chowder, fish sandwich. You can get one of those two things at the Katuit Cannoliers games. And that ride from Peabody to Katuit, nearly two hours. Boston first appears in the distance and disappears behind you. The four lanes become three, then two as you pass through the Sagamore Bridge and enter Cape Cod. The guardrails get rusty, the trees get taller around you, and the air cools down. It's a calm place, and a place that I and many other mass kids visited all the time growing up. How's that for two mass names? Katuit, Peabody. I heard about the Cape Cod League through my friends DJ Feldman, John Metis. They interned with the Kettleers when they went to Syracuse. And as of two weeks ago, I couldn't pronounce Katuit myself. I was calling it Kotowit. Then I arrived this last weekend, met some of the best college baseball players in the country. I'm Bobby Manning, and on this podcast, Life in the Cape League, the Cape Life podcast, we'll get to know the players, people behind the scenes, and the history that makes prospects drive as far as North Dakota to play in one of the U.S.'s best summer leagues. On Saturday, the Lexington Blue Sox, an inner-city league team formed in 1995, they drove 85 miles down here. And they do so every summer to get to Katuit. Their coach Rick DeAngelis played for Katuit in 1968. And he started the scrimmage. On Saturday, the Kettleers and Sox, they played 12 innings. Rolled through every pitcher they had. All to get turned up for their seasons. We caught up with Rick. We caught up with Coach Roberts of the Katuit Kettleers. As well as Cam Hill out of the University of Kentucky in this episode. As we get to see life inside the Cape League. Our first guest here on the Cape League Life Podcast. Not the hallowed grounds of, of Lowell Park. <laughs> and you know it well. I do. I played a- here in 1968. 51 years ago. Can you imagine that? We're here with Rick DeAngelis, the coach of the Lexington, Lexington Blue, Sox. Blue Sox. And that's a scrimmage that you do every year here with Katua. How'd that get started? Uh, how it got started? Bruce Murphy and I were at a uh, baseball awards dinner. They had won the Cape League title in 2006. We had won the Intercity League title in 2006. And we sat at adjoining tables. And I introduced myself to Bruce that I had played here. Uh, we talked about the fact that I had played here in 1968, and it would be a great thing if uh, we brought a team, could bring a team down here and play you guys. He said, I'd like to do that because we, we can always use the work, and we don't really have anybody that competes with us. So we arranged it, and we've done it a bunch of different ways over the years. We've done it during the week where I have some working guys, they have to take time off. We ended up uh, settling on a weekend, we actually played a weekend series, uh, doubleheader on a Saturday, single game on a Sunday. We stayed overnight. We had a team dinner, this and that. And we've done it different ways. Uh, what we settled on is one long game on the Saturday before the Kettleers open up. And it's uh, worked out magnificently, I think, for both teams. And you started this team back in 95. How did you end up getting Lexington together? And what inspired the Blue Sox name? Well, uh, we just sat around one night and tried to come up with a name for a team. And uh, it kind of morphed into the Blue Sox. I, you know, just sit, a bunch of guys uh, my age sitting around talking. What, if we had a team, what would we call it? You know, I want to be the Red Sox. I want to be the White Sox. Yeah. Black Sox didn't sound right. 
Uh, so we decided we liked socks, so we became the Blue Sox. So we founded it in 1995, uh, and this is year number 25 for us. And uh, it's pretty cool. We've won 14 Intercity League championships in the course of 24 years. We're hoping to repeat uh, for the fifth time in a row this time, and which would make it uh, 15 titles in 25 years. And the man they're playing out there for today, Pete Frady's. Yeah. Lexington alum? Uh, yeah, he played here five years, since from 2007 through 2012. And he was, you know, bef long before Pete Frady's and ALS came together, uh, Pete Frady's was an exceptional human being and still is an exceptional human being. He didn't need ALS to uh, define who he was, but it gave him a, a significant purpose and a big stage uh, from which to carry on God's work. But he's a tremendous athlete, a tremendous teammate, and he's still quoted here by me and others who have played with him, and there still are some. So as you said earlier, you played here back in the 60s. Yeah. What's your best memory of playing here in Katuit? My best memory is my teammates in the ballpark uh, and uh, the two guys I happened to have lived with. Uh, one was, uh, we both, we're all Holy Cross guys. Uh, one was my, my teammate who has since passed away, a pitcher, Marant Susi. And uh, our mentor, who was three years ahead of us, was coaching here and was very close to Arnold. And he called me and said, come to Ketuit. Uh, well, you and I and Ron Susi will live together. So we lived, in, honestly, we lived in a shack on Nickerson Road, which is <laughs> yeah. condemned now. Yeah, so what's the life like down here for there in the summer? Uh, hectic. <laughs> it's baseball, baseball, baseball. Yeah. You know, but what the heck? That's what we come here for. We didn't come here to go to the beach. Mm -hmm. You know, going to the beach once in a while is not so bad either. Katua took the scrimmage on Saturday, 7-2. They jumped all over Mikey Stewart in the 11th inning. And the cool part wasn't the final score that Katua won. Coach Mike Roberts of the Cataliers, he was out on the field yelling back and forth with Stewart of the Blue Sox. Because they have a long-lasting relationship. goes back through their families. They've known each other for a long time. And... Stewart's trying to adjust to his submarine style, and Roberts, who's coaching through him the whole way, yelling back and forth, coaching each other through the inning. It wasn't the inning that Stewart wanted, but really showed how cool the scrimmage is for both teams. So I'm here with Mikey Stewart from the Lexington Blue Sox. Is this your first year playing with Lexington? Yeah, yep. So uh, you got a chance to pitch down here on the Cape for the first time. How did you feel coming down here? It's a long trip up from uh, Lexington, right? Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good, great time. Really cool experience to be able to play this field. It's awesome. So you have a relationship with uh, Coach Roberts. Where does that uh, come from? Uh, when I was younger, I used to come to the clinics here. And uh, Coach Roberts has just uh, worked with me since I was like 12 years old and just helped me along processing college. And um, it's been great. So. What kind of stuff were you working on? I saw you guys talking back and forth on the field today. What kind of stuff were you working on? Um, I'm in the process of uh, dropping down and throwing submarine. Yeah. And uh, Coach Roberts is really good with submarine pitchers, so it's kind of new, so it's been a challenge uh, learning how to do that, but he was just giving me some advice with it. So. What are some, what are some of the things you're really focusing on to um, adjust to that style? Uh, just filling up the zone from down there. Today I struggled uh, filling it up, so uh, moving forward, just kind of just making them swing. You quickly start to see the personality, how fun this league is, even guys who are just arriving. Some of them have played two years, but the guys who are just getting here, learning the coach's name, learning everybody around them from all over the country, they are yelling in from the bullpen, 
And first pitch of the game, Cam Hill, he got hit in the head by a pitch. After trying to go in and bunt later in the game, he gets hit in the foot and called out on it. But he just walked off that first pitch off the head and went right down the first base. I thought that was crazy. So we talked to Coach Mike Roberts about that and other things on this week's episode. The annual scrimmage you have with Lexington, how far back does that go? I was talking to Rick after the game about it as well, a tradition here. It's a tradition. I can't remember the exact years, but but Pete Frady's played in it a long time ago before he became ill. And... Uh, but uh, it's, it's marvelous. Uh, you know, Rick played here years ago, and we love them coming down. They're gentlemen. It's always a, just such a positive atmosphere, and, uh, and the organization's able to contribute some back to the Freddy's Foundation. So it, it's a fun day for all of us. So we're, uh, we, we're just so appreciative that they're willing to drive down here every year right so before the season opens. What stuck out to me was one of the first plays of the game today. Cam Hill takes a pitch off the head and just yeah. walks it off. Have you ever seen anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> some people are not smart enough to, to stop. So they just get, get up and go. Our trainer almost beat him to first base today. Craig did. And uh, But, yeah, first pitch, you don't see that very much. But, yeah, it's just a fun day where you can relax and let the guys play in this gorgeous ballpark. And, and kind of get their feet under them a little bit before you actually have to play a Cape League game. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just a marvelous day. Our fans love it. And today happened to be a 75 and sunny with an Arizona blue sky, which doesn't happen very often. And uh, one of the pitchers on the other staff you seem to have a relationship with, talking I, yeah. back and forth with him, yeah. was that uh, Mikey Stewart? Yeah, Mikey's standing right behind us here. Great young man. I know both his brothers and his parents, and I've been trying to help him some in his college career. and and uh, trying to work with him some on Submariner, yeah. So it's one of the wonderful parts of being in Katuit is I've been able to have a, a relationship, a mentorship with so many young people up here. And uh, I mean, so numerous, it's incredible. Um, and, I'm th- I, and I'm really thankful for that. Certainly our Katuit players, but also for a lot of young men that have relatives here and grown up in the area. This week, we're going to get to know all the players, how they got here, how they're adjusting the life, and what the Cape life is like for all of these guys. The first guy we talked to was Cam Hill, who took that pitch off the head and wasn't smart enough to take a minute, play it off, like Coach Roberts said. (laughs) But it's happened many times for Hill, as we talked about, and he went on to have a single, two walks, scored the game-tying run in the 4-3 opener for the Katuit Ketteliers. That was on Monday as they started their season one and oh. All right, so we're here with Cam Hill on Life in the Cape League. Welcome, Cam. How long ago did you get here? Uh, about a week ago. So it's been fun. Culture shock, you said. Yeah, <laughs> um, what I, I kind of expected was just like a bunch of city stuff and then I just kind of get into Katuit and it's nothing but woods. And uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Ohio when I played at. Uh, for my senior year at Summer Bowl. But um, just being with all these guys right here, it's just been a great opportunity. And you played in Texas last summer. Yeah, it was hot. (laughs) It was really hot outside. Uh, We played at night mostly, but, I mean, it was a good field, but it's nothing like this. This is unreal. Yeah, here it's going to be all wind, cool. I think that's going to be exactly what you're looking for. (laughs) All right, so first pitch yesterday. No, not first pitch. First at bat of the game. Get nailed in the head. Yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, this is It's actually funny because after I showed Bunt, it was a lefty, I kind of thought that he'd come up and in, and he sure did. He got got me pretty good, Uh, got me in the back of the head. Uh, 
coaches, I guess the trainer freaked out, but I'm kind of used to that. Um, You're used to it, huh? Yeah, my uh, first series in college was against Austin P, and I got hit in the forehead when I was squaring around the bunt. Uh, <laughs> but at least this time, they didn't call it a strike like they did down there. So There was another at bat later in the game where you got hit um, in the foot, right? Yeah. And they called you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I squared the bunt, and it, like I was still in the batter's box and hit my toe. And uh, so I just tried to argue with him or something. He just kind of brushed it off. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, that, no, because Coach Roberts after was yelling out the ump, and they were just yelling back and forth across the field. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Someone else was just like, no. <laughs> so we had a fun start to the league year yesterday. But was that the first time you ever got hit in the head? No, no. You've done it many times. I, I've been hit so many times everywhere. And so. you didn't even feel it, huh? It no, like I, mean, right I felt off. it a little bit. I think half of it got my the, my neck a little bit, and half of it got the, the helmet. So, I mean, it kind of woke me up a little bit because before the game, I was I told a teammate that I was like, I'm a little sleepy right now. I said, I got to wake <laughs> up, and then I got hit in the head. I'm like, all right, I'm awake. It was either that or the 12 innings. <laughs> yeah, 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 the 12th inning got, got really, really bad. Yeah, really we, we talked to some people around here. They're like, yeah, we couldn't do that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think I was, like, the only player that didn't come out yesterday. So it was kind of – my legs were getting a little heavier. Yeah. So from Kentucky, University of Kentucky, was that always the goal to go to the college in your home state? Absolutely. When I was little, I'd always go down to the dugout and give fist bumps to the players. Uh, so, I mean, I've always wanted to have the Kentucky across my chest uh, since I was probably eight years old. So what are you looking to build on this summer from uh, last summer and the last season? See, so this past year I hit 248. It wasn't a very good season. Uh, I struggled at the plate a little bit. So uh, I'm just coming here to have just a better approach at the plate and then just Coach Roberts getting my swing right and just just playing the best of my ability. And what brought you to this team? Do what? What brought you to this team? The competition, winning championships, and just all around just getting better and then for potential to be drafted next year. And what's uh, – so when you got here about a week ago, you said, what's the living situation been like since you got here? I think it's awesome. I'm in a household uh, with uh, two parents, uh, two two uh, girls, and two boys, and uh, the house is fun. It's fun to be around. So, I mean, I got my own room. It's they, they treat me really, really nice. All right, that's Cam Hill, Katua Ketaliers. We'll talk to you more throughout the season. All right. Good talking to you, man. Thank you. That's it for this week. Next week, we talk to Donta Williams, the players, their first experiences in Cape Cod, their families, their homes that they're moving into. And for a guy like Hill, moving here from Texas a year ago, the adjustment for all of these guys. I'm Bobby Manning. This is the Cape League Life Podcast. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, all the different podcasting platforms starting next week. We're up on TuneIn Radio already. That's been episode one. We'll have a lot of these throughout the summer. And go catch a Katuit Kettleers game almost every day of the week, 5 o'clock, whether at home, at Little Park, or on the road. They're playing this summer. It's baseball, 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 like Rick DeAngelis said. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.